0: Today marks the eighth day of the Lauren Dickerson trial. As you probably know by now, Dickerson is accused of murdering her three children in September of 2021.
1: Yesterday, the Crown wrapped up its case and Dickerson's defence team is now front and centre. They don't dispute that Dickerson killed the children, but argue she was either insane or had reduced culpability for the crime because of her mental state.
0: Now, this case contains details that will be extremely distressing to a lot of people, so please be cautious about whether or not you want to listen to this. Martin Van Bainen is covering the case for Stuff, and he's with us now. Kia ora. Uh, Good afternoon. Before we get into the defence's case, um, a statement of agreed facts was read to the court first thing this morning. Can you please explain what that actually is and what its function is and what the most important facts agreed upon were today?
2: Well, the function is that neither the Crown nor the defence have to bring evidence or have to bring a witness to to prove those particular facts. So once they're agreed, uh, they're entered as evidence, and it just short-circuits short, short circuits the whole process. And it's used much more in, in the civil jurisdiction, but in criminal jurisdiction, you sort of see it happening a bit more. Essentially, they were facts that were already heard in, uh, in passing from various um, witnesses. So they were facts like, the family arrived in Timberoo at a certain date. Really dates and times of the immigration process, that sort of thing, when um, Lauren went off her, her medication, that sort of thing. So re- times and dates.
1: Let's turn to the defence's opening now. What did they say?
2: Well, it was quite an extraordinary day, really, because it, it, was, it was a powerful opening. And I guess the the key message was that Lauren Dickinson had killed her children out of love and Tui, who gave the defence opening, went on to explain that experts they would bring to the case would say that Lauren had an altruistic motive when she killed the children. And they would explain, she said, that it meant that uh, she had decided to, to kill herself and that she wanted to take her children with her for a number of reasons. One was that she didn't want them to suffer from her being a bad mother. And, and the second one was that she didn't want her children to live without a mother.
0: Did you get a sense as to how the defence is going to argue its case here and, and what facets it will pull out in Lauren Dickerson's defence?
2: Very much so. The defence experts, of which there are three, will say that Lauren was so unwell When she killed the children that she didn't know what she was doing was wrong and that she was still suffering from postpartum depression um, at the time of the the children's deaths and therefore had some sort of reduced culpability which would mean that uh, it was infanticide and not murder and so the the defense really just went through all the stresses that lauren was under from the time they decided to immigrate to new zealand And there were three key dates or incidents that happened. One was uh, the riots in South Africa, during which uh, Lauren became very, very frightened one night when there was a power cut. And Tui talked a lot about an email that Lauren got on the day the children died from Immigration New Zealand, which said that she would have to provide a psychiatric report about her mental health. Now, her reaction to that was, well, I'm never going to get a visa because I, I won't be able to get a specialist to say that I'm mentally well. And the other incident occurred on on the day the children died um, in the afternoon when the whole family went to the park, which was only just, um, you know, 100 metres away from where they were living. And some girls came over to Lauren and said, there's a guy, uh, there's a dodgy guy taking photographs of the girls. Now, we're not sure whether it's her girls or taking photographs of them. So anyway, this made Lauren feel in her bleak mood that New Zealand wasn't going to be safe. She'd left South Africa because it was unsafe. She'd come to New Zealand, gone to all this trouble, and now she felt, in her mental state at the time, that New Zealand was not safe. So that was a big blow, And, and it seems to be a recurring Message that that we'll hear over this trial.
1: Do we know who the defence will be calling to give evidence? I understand a number of friends and, and family are on the list.
2: Yes, at the moment we're going through friends and family who will really attest to um, Lauren's declining mental state, her stress, the stress she was under, but also the fact that she was a wonderful mother and meticulous in everything she did, who set very high standards. Then we will go into the psychiatrists. Uh, There are three for the defence, as I've said, and there are two for the Crown who will dispute the finding that she didn't know what she was doing at the time.
0: Martin Van Bainen, thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate it. And Martin will be filing reports from court on this trial on stuff.co.nz.
1: Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Newsable. I'm Imogen Wells.
0: And I'm Emile Donovan. The details of this trial are extremely distressing. So if you or someone you know needs to chat, there are links and phone numbers on the Stuff website. Take care of yourselves.